Mocha and Merlo have been running into each other for quite some time now while walking along the banks of the Royce River. The two dogs hit it off right from the start. Their owners also soon began chatting. One thing led to another and the two of them came up with the idea of creating a dog park with an obstacle course so that their dogs could let off steam together. Other dog owners endorsed the idea. A round table was then organised to develop a concept. It was presented to the town and six months later, the dog park was a reality. Out of a morning walk with the dog grew a community of dog owners. Thanks to their shared interest, they accomplished a great deal. And because the dog park is used by others and can be seen by all, this community is steadily growing. With this example, we would like to welcome you to the Andermatt Swiss Alps Company podcast. Here is where we put our promises to the test. Today, we'll be talking about community building and the goal of having active communities in Andermatt. Mountain regions often face the challenge that their towns are not lively all year long. In order for a destination to develop sustainably, it is important that the interests of tourism overlap with those of residents. This topic is the subject of a project study by the University of Applied Sciences of the Grisson. As a first step, they looked at community building in very general terms. They analysed it, drawing findings that could also be important for other destinations in developing possible solutions. This project is being conducted not only in Andermatt, but also in Beriel, a tourism location in Engadin. Lina Pesha is docent for tourism management at the Institute for Tourism and Leisure at the University of Applied Sciences of the Grisson. She heads the community building project. The idea for it emerged from various discussions with tourism-focused areas, which constantly confront the question of how they can better make up for seasonal differences. During high season, the town is full to the brim, whereas at other times, not much is happening. Andermatt is actually something in between. The village is quite lively. But of course, there are other examples in Switzerland, but not only in Switzerland, where, depending on the time of year, most beds are unoccupied. This gave rise to the idea of community building in order to enliven towns all year long. The idea behind this is that all people, whether seasonal workers, employees, locals, owners of second homes or tourists, seek out networks. The more such networking takes place, the greater the desire to spend time in this town, leading to friendships. This bond turns a one-time guest into a repeat guest. For example, from a holiday apartment owner who was maybe here only during the season into an owner who wants to spend as much time as possible in Andermatt. The magic word is network. Those who spend more and more time in Andermatt create a network of friends and acquaintances. But let's take a step back. What does community building actually mean? Lena Pesha and her team have attempted to define this term. Even if we are struggling a bit to come up with the perfect definition, it has to do with people coming together. 
with people networking, and doing this in a completely open form, we interpret the term community building quite broadly. The bottom line for us is that people come together and make a connection. It is irrelevant how firm it is and whether it takes place on a daily, weekly or monthly basis. Rather, the idea is that this networking of people can make a town lively all year long. Such networking occurs, for example, through the Swiss snow sports school Andermatt. According to Ruedi Baumann, head of the Swiss snow sports school, all sorts of people come together at the ski school. Our ski instructors range in age from 16 to 74 and have a wide variety of professional backgrounds – student, farmer, carpenter, bank director. This year we even have a chairman of a bank. With the new apartments in Andermatt Reus, several people have joined us who brought an apartment here. Because of the coronavirus, they started working more from home here in the mountains. They like to ski, enjoy contact with customers – a perfect combination. One might be tempted to think that the ski school plays an important role only in the winter. But that's not the case. It's a gathering spot for everyone who lives in and around Andermatt, whether locals or owners of second homes. Because of their work, they are busy with guests every day in the winter, particularly in terms of forging a bond the guests have with a destination. They play a key role. No other business creates as strong a bond with guests as we do. We are the ones at a destination who spend the most time with guests. In some cases, that's five or six hours a day. The receptionist staffs the welcome desk, the waiter brings the meal, but we accompany the guest sometimes for ten days, sometimes just for one. If a guest is here for two weeks and spends five hours a day with a ski instructor, then you know a thing or two at the end. In addition, ski instructors are also often invited to dinner. A good ski instructor, a personal ski instructor, keeps in touch with the customer during the summer season as well. That's also part of the training. We tell every ski instructor that they should write to guests in the summer and send along a few summer photos and of course ask whether they'll be back in the winter. That's what we require of our ski instructors. As mentioned at the outset of this episode, Andermatt is not the only destination being studied by the project. Berial in Engadin is also a part of it. These two destinations could not be any more different. But that's precisely what Lena Pescher found intriguing for this project. On the one hand, you have Andermatt, which is highly developed in tourism terms. It already has a great deal of infrastructure for tourism, but also for the town itself. On the other, you have Burgel, which is somewhat small and tidy, with a village-like structure. These differences became apparent when we analysed the current situation. With Andermatt, we got the impression that there are already very many ways for people to meet, at whatever frequency. Owners of second homes may not want to make a commitment that would require them to be in Andermatt once a week, since they probably also have commitments at their place of residence. Burgel is still in the process of forming an identity. People there are thinking about where creative communities could additionally form. There are several approaches involving art, culture and dining. But it's definitely on another level. In Andermatt, the aim is to integrate the owners of second homes, who are coming to Andermatt in large numbers. In Burgel, efforts are focused on improving the networking of residents. 
That is probably the best way to explain the main difference. In preparing for the project study, Lena Pesha and her team looked intensively at the literature on the subject. It is not productive to simply go into a village and ask people what they lack or would like to have. Research revealed that communities always form around a specific issue or problem, as was illustrated at the start of this episode with the dog owners. People are often not aware that a certain something is missing, but when they discuss a topic with like-minded people, this can lead to a connection. In Andamat, the aim is to offer a variety of platforms on which people can meet to pursue a shared hobby or simply get to know one another and find out what they have in common. Andamat Swiss Alps, for example, offers such a platform to its new owners who have bought an apartment in the village quarter of Andamat Royce. From time to time, there are owner events. Patricia Savmatz attended one of them and met a number of her neighbours. She made new contacts and things just started to happen. A no-brainer, one could say. When the wine bar La Bonne Cave opened, there wasn't a lot going on there. But people like it when a bar has a bit of a scene. So we arranged to go there often with the other neighbours. We decided with the other owners to create our own owner event and met up at Ruti Hute for a fondue dinner. People are very sociable here and most of them also have time. So you can also ask on the spur of the moment whether someone wants to come out for drinks. People are very open. This community is very loose. It doesn't have a structure, like in the case of an association, for instance. People get together when the opportunity arises. Some families come to Andermatt on a regular basis, like we do, and we always see them. My children are always happy and they have friends here that they can see. There is in fact something like a core, but you don't need to schedule things, you just meet up. And then you spontaneously do something together, go out for a coffee. And with the dog, people are always stopping to talk to you anyway. It's really unique here. People are quick to chat you up here, even if you're a little shy. You'll still quickly make connections here. In response to the question of what the common denominator is to this community, the answer came without hesitation. Love of Andermatt. All of us here are fascinated by Andermatt. Yes, love of Andermatt connects us. The current condition of Andermatt in terms of communities is already quite positive. Diverse new communities have formed and the associations are also posting growth. One area that could use improvement is communication, so that people can be kept even better informed about offers. But reducing everything to communication would be too simple for Lena Pesha. It would be nice if new things came about and new topics were uncovered. I'm certain that people could also get excited about various topics. But you really need to consider how strongly to initiate something from the top down. Then it quickly has the whiff of marketing and looks like a target group cultivation. The optimal approach is to prompt self-initiative and in that way to realize something for oneself, colleagues and also for Andermatt. That new offers emerge from the initiative of the people of Andermatt. The example of Patricia Savmaz shows that self-initiative is key. And there is another important point. 
Wir wollen wirklich Andermatt als Einheit anschauen. Andermatt with all its actors is a unit. Whether locals, owners of second homes, employees, business people, seasonal workers and so on, everyone who stays in Andermatt contributes to community building. Each individual piece of the puzzle is important in making Andermatt a lively place all year long. Now, when someone is interested in becoming a part of a community, they can find a list on the town's website of all associations that exist here. If there isn't an association to match their own hobby or interest, they can of course initiate one. What originally began as a meeting among friends can, if desired, become a community of the like-minded. We are currently preparing a white paper on the topic of community building, where people can read about the work and interpretation of the project team of the University of Applied Sciences of the Grisons. That was from today's Andermatt Swiss Alps Company podcast. Here is where we put our promises to the test. If you're interested in learning how the destination in the heart of Switzerland is continuing to develop and would like to hear our stories, then subscribe to us. You can also leave a rating if you liked this podcast. If you have a topic that you're particularly interested in, write about it in the comments or send an email to podcast at andermatt-swissalps.ch. We look forward to your input. We're signing off for today, but we'd be pleased if you tuned in again next time. Goodbye for now. Mm -hmm.